0: Welcome to today's episode of the Motherhood Merged Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Kraber, and I'm so happy you're here. Today's episode features a really interesting conversation with my friend Cassidy Gibson. I first met Cassidy when we moved to Birmingham. At the time, she was a photographer living in our neighborhood who offered up her services on weekends to capture families. She took some fantastic family photos for us, And I quickly learned there was so much more to her photography skills. Cassidy shares a little bit about her journey from accountant to brand photographer and how a brand photographer is key to business growth. I had so much fun getting this peek behind the curtain of her line of work. Cassidy is the founder and owner of Focus Creative, which she's rapidly expanding across the state of Alabama and the Gulf Coast as Focus Collective, specializing in commercial and brand photography. I have loved working with Cassidy for my brand photos, and I'm excited to have her share her expertise on the podcast today. So let's dive in. Hi there, I'm Erin Kraber. I'm a marketing professional with a passion for building a community of industry-leading women, navigating careers and motherhood at the same time. Every week, I'll be sharing tips and tricks to help women grow their local businesses, build their personal brands, and be leaders in their communities and sharing the stories of women who make it happen while keeping the kids healthy and the house still standing. This is a place for honest conversations among women about business and motherhood. Welcome to Motherhood Merged. Cassidy, welcome to the Motherhood Merged podcast. I'm excited to have you join me today.
1: Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: All right, well, Cassidy has become one of my favorite photographers to follow, and she has an interesting path to brand photography specifically so Cassidy, why don't you kick us off? Tell us a little bit about yourself, including you know where you are in your career and your mom life and all the different hats you wear.
1: Yeah, so I am a mom of two. I've got two little girls they're eleven and seven, and so far, this has been the most fun ages. It's so fun to see um them, you know, growing up and having conversations with them and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I wanted to spend more time with them, probably like a lot of moms out there and have a more flexible schedule. So about um, se- only seven years ago, I left my corporate career as a derivative accountant to um, start doing photography full time. And I had always wanted to be a photographer Um, even as a little kid, and I just kind of slowly started picking it up once I had my oldest, and then um, people would ask if I could take pictures of their family, or and I actually did pictures of your family when Christmas, uh, when I was first starting out, and um, it just kind of evolved over time. And my husband owned a digital marketing agency and worked with lots and lots of clients, and he had so many companies that were needing pictures and so I was like well how hard could that be and the you know products don't move which would be great and um it was kind of at the beginning of when commercial photography was needing to become more accessible so social media especially Instagram was starting to become more and more popular and people needed a more polished image and so I um Kind of transitioned out of that family photography world into what is now called brand photography and um, have been able to help over 300 businesses now create a library of images to help tell their story and reach their audience in a really compelling way.
0: You mentioned that you made that switch from family photography into brand photography, and I want to kind of circle mm-hmm. back on that a little bit because you know, in the the most basic sense, how is a brand photographer different from someone who is shooting, you know, families and, and babies and weddings?
1: Yeah, so brand photography is definitely a totally different world. Just like a chef, you know, may specialize in being a pastry chef versus uh, um, like an Italian cuisine or, or even like a guy who's great at, at barbecue. And, you know, everybody has or each photographer kind of has their specialties and what they're good at. And the thing that makes a brand photographer so different is when they really can understand how to bring your brand to life. Most brand photographers that are successful are really great at storytelling. And they're great at making sure that your brand is cohesive. So, you know, if you do a family photo shoot, you might go somewhere like to a home or to like this beautiful picturesque setting. But just using those techniques for a brand isn't going to help that brand reach their audience. So there's so many little nuances that a, a brand photographer needs to know about. And it's definitely a bonus if they have some type of marketing background or start to learn what really moves the needle in marketing. So you can kind of intertwine those those um things even like down to brand colors to you know pulling in th- things that that ideal audience likes in photos makes such a huge difference to help make your audience feel connected to those pictures instead of it just being a pretty picture
0: yeah i can say from personal experience especially working with you i had you came in and shot our family in the fall the the standard um, you know, everybody in there coordinating outfits and wrangling our, our two girls into a mm-hmm. pretty setting. Um, and then when we did our brand shoot years later, you really helped me craft that, like the props list. And, you know, it was more than just kind of coordinated wardrobe. It was about the setting and the props. And we spent a lot of time, you know, you asked me a lot of questions about my business and about my brand. Um, and it really did mm-hmm. feel like a completely different experience.
1: Yeah, it really is. But I feel like with my family sheets, it was more whenever I used to do those, it was more about scheduling and, you know, trying to find something that's going to fit in their home. So it's more of kind of a interior design feel to it. Right. Um, And, you know, with the family photos, you're trying to understand how a family is going to use those photos. Do they want an album? Do they want like a gorgeous piece of art in their home? they just want some to put on a Christmas card? So, you know, that's kind of the thought process behind family photos. Whereas brand photography, you know, you've really got to understand what makes that brand tick and what makes their audience tick too.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And when you see really good quality photography, I think it really pops. So I think that leads to my next question mm-hmm. is how do you, as the, the person being photographed you know how do you know when it's time for some brand photography and how can you really leverage those different opportunities to extend your brand and to help your business grow
1: typically what i recommend is for a brand you know you definitely want to think about budget that's always something to consider especially when you're first starting out cuz you don't it never makes sense to go you know spend this huge investment on your business if you can't afford it. So that first and foremost, let me say that. But when you can't afford it, brand photography is a really great way to help set yourself apart and present yourself as a professional in your space. Um, I typically recommend at max or at at the minimum, having your pictures done every two years Um, headshots. It's great to update those once a year. But if you're producing a lot of content and you're constantly posting on social media, um, a lot of times it's great to do an ongoing relationship with your brand photographer. Um, Now that there's reels and other forms of being able to create content, it kind of takes the pressure off of needing it as often, but it really just depends on your business. Like uh, um, a builder that I work with, they are building these gorgeous houses. So we're taking pictures several times a month because they've got so much going on. Whereas a real estate agent I work with, we do monthly photo shoots, but she's got 14 members. So we just kind of like split it up in between um, the four of them and highlight what they've got going on. So a great way to work with your brand photographer is um, to really think about what you want to talk about because a lot of people will go out and just do the photo shoot without being intentional and strategic with it. So if you kind of think about, you know, what holidays are coming up, what launches do you have? um, How, like, what are the aspects of your business that you really want to highlight and talk about um, and really curate your photo shoot around what those are. And it'll really help you tell a better story and help you, um, have a more cohesive brand. Um, and a lot of people will have two different brand photographers. They'll have a brand photographer for like their main brand images and they probably will invest a little bit more in those images, but then they might have somebody who's a little less experienced, um, a little bit better price point for, for them to do like their ongoing quick social media post. So it just kind of all depends on where you are.
0: I need to ask you some of these burning questions here as the photographer, because I assume at this point, you've probably seen it all. You've probably had some that are great and maybe some clients that are not so great. So from your perspective, I mean, give us a little um, inside scoop here. I mean, how do you as a photographer like to go about planning and styling a shoot? And what does the, the client need to know about you as the photographer and how you like to work?
1: So typically the way I work with my clients is um, is I really like to get to know them on the front end. So I do a discovery call with people before we even sign a contract to make sure we're a good fit. And then once we kind of establish that and we want to move forward, I do um, an in-depth brand evaluation to really understand who they are, what they want to be talking about. Um, and then from there we start to develop the shot list and, find locations, pick outfits, props, all that good stuff. So once we do the in-depth planning and we start to develop that shot list, um, or once we do the in-depth questionnaire and then start to develop the shot list, we really start to plan, you know, what's most important. So we really start with like a big overall wish list. Like we do a brain dump and think of everything possible that we would want to do in the photo shoot. And then we start to peel back the layers and figure out what's most important. And um, one thing I really try to do is manage that time because I want to make sure that when my clients are having a photo shoot, that they get as many pictures, as much variety as possible. And so we really kind of go through and one, choose a location where we can get lots of different looks. I know like when we did your photo shoot, that house was wonderful because it had so many little different pieces, but it all had, you know, a similar look and feel, but it gave us a lot of different variety for just that one, one shoot. Um, so making sure that you plan really strategically up front is going to help to make you, make sure you get the most out of your shoot. Um, one thing that you might want to do, um, if you're ever working with a brand photographer is to really kind of ask them what that onboarding process is, because I've heard, you know, a lot of business owners that have been, that I've worked with, they've been disappointed in brand shoots they've had in the past, just because I don't think the photographer took the time to really get to understand them and what they were trying to portray. Um, So the more open you can be with your photographer to let them in on what, you want people to know the better they're going to be able to bring that to life. Um, and the other thing too is a lot of times, like trust their art direction on it. I mean, I know me personally, I have these things in my head that is impossible for me to get it out. What I'm really thinking, and so luckily my clients they trust what. It, my direction on this and sometimes they're like oh my gosh why am I standing right here but then once I see the pictures they're like oh I totally get that that's beautiful and exactly what I wanted um so definitely having that trust factor with your photographer is a is a good thing and whenever you're looking for them too um make sure that you have a good rapport with them because the more fun the photo shoot is the better your pictures are going to turn out I usually tell tell people to kind of channel your having a glass of wine with a friend feeling. And that's like the relaxed state that you want to be in when you're taking your pictures, because if you're relaxed and being your true self, the pictures are going to be more authentic and, um, and it just feel more comfortable.
0: Yeah. I think those are some great tips. And I say, I have to say, even for myself, I had kind of an idea of what a brand shoot would be like. But I, mm-hmm. it wasn't until we started talking that I really even thought about, like, I always thought about it as, okay, it's pictures of myself. Well, it's actually more than that. It's pictures of the things that are important to my business. Like, for me, it was, you know, a laptop and a journal, you know, notebooks and pens. And I mix in a lot of the parenting pieces. So we had mixed in some of my girls' things, like family mm-hmm. photos, and I think we did one with some books and um, their backpacks, and you know, it was really about those things that I never ever would have even thought about. Like when I w- look through th- somebody's website, I maybe just assume those are stock photos, but it's it's actually them, and it makes it fit together really well.
1: Right, and by having those um, pieces in there, it makes it feel more authentic. Like it's not just somebody sitting there on a phone. Like it's something that you would typically be doing anyway, and it helps make your conversation online a lot easier to have, because I know a lot of people get stuck, me included, even though I have like, you know, thousands of pictures to choose from, I still get stuck on what to say sometimes. But by having those prompts in your photos that are what you naturally do in real life are going to help you come across in a much better light.
0: That's actually a great kind of segue into another question I wanted to ask you, which is once you know, your client, you deliver that catalog of images Mm -hmm. and then, you know, then it's kind of on the client to use them as they see fit. So can you share some of, maybe some of the do's and don'ts on what to do with the photos
1: once you have them? (laughs) That is a really good question. Um, and it's something that I have been so frustrated with as a photographer, because, I've sometimes a, a few clients I've had, I've delivered these like gorgeous galleries, and then to see how they use them, I'm like, no, 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 please do not do that. So, one thing I know, well, this is whenever I shoot photography for brands, I typically shoot really wide. And what that means is it just has way more included in the picture than you would with a typical like family photo. So like, or like a wedding photographer might focus on the details of the ring and I might have that in in focus in my picture, but I would shoot it really wide. So if you need to use it on your website, you've got a lot of extra space on one side to put words and things like that. So once you get your photos, it's really important to kind of make sure that you are not cropping in too much that's a big thing if sometimes it will people will want to use a photo that maybe is in focus in another part of the photo so but generally there's gonna be five of other photos that are pretty much the same thing so look between all of those five and choose the one that's gonna work the best instead of choosing maybe your absolute favorite that that subject is blurry. Um, another thing is, especially on Instagram, if if there's any way possible for you to kind of plan your feed versus just picking a photo and popping it on there, if you take the time, like I love to use Later, that's my favorite, but I know there's lots of other scheduling apps out there. But by scheduling out what your whole feed's going to look like, you won't use pictures that look really similar. You won't um, kind of have like a really cluttered looking feed. So one thing that I, I generally like to do is use a photo that has some white space in it, and white space just it can be any color. It just kind of gives it some breathing room. So kind of using a variation between close-ups and ones with more white space, or like a, a flat lay that has that top-down view. So doing, using different views and um, depths and things like that will help add more interest to your feed, but also will make it where it's not so crowded where when people get there, they're kind of overwhelmed, if that makes sense. Um, I also love using Canva if your photographer is okay with you punching out backgrounds and things like that. The Canva background remover is a game changer, especially for personal brand photography, because you can take your image of you maybe like standing somewhere and you can cut out the background and create like a great looking carousel using you embedded in those those images.
0: I'm a huge Canva fan. It's nice to hear an actual photographer who gives Canva <laughs> high praise. I know graphic a lot of graphic designers really hate Canva because it turns amateurs like me uh, into you know they think they're semi professionals. So it's great mm-hmm. to hear someone give a, a good endorsement. I personally love Canva. It has made uh, makes your feed more interesting. It, it allows you to turn some graphics with great quality images really quickly. I'm a big fan, also.
1: Mm-hmm. I love it. It's, um, it makes it easier. Not everybody can afford to have a graphic designer all the time. So don't be scared to use it. It's, it's a great tool.
0: Well, I love these tips that you shared. I want to circle back to, to something you mentioned with Instagram, because I mean, I just want to know from your perspective as a professional, does the evolution that you've seen in social media, does that make your job easier or more difficult? Like, do you like this transition to, reels and you know how in your profession you know does that impact your work
1: so for me I love it I think it's so great that it's coming back to being more authentic like you know when Instagram first started it was so fun and it was like nobody really knew what to do but it was still like an enjoyable experience right and I feel like um you know, over time it got to be so stressful because your feed had to be, you know, quote unquote, perfect. And, um, you know, even down to whenever people were posting every third one. So like each of their columns would be a certain thing. I don't know if you remember that, but it was like one quote would be call or, um, one column would be quotes and one would be like a photo of them or something like that. But anyway, it's, um, I think it's refreshing that reels and things like that are here and especially live video because it allows people to get to know you before they've even met you. Right. So that, I feel like that's one thing that's been so great in my business is by the time people actually call and they're ready for a photo shoot, they kind of feel comfortable with me already because they've seen me on Instagram or Facebook or something like that. So I've kind of like from my perspective, it's shifted a little bit because even though like we're not creating like just this beautiful Instagram feed, it is more important than ever to have professional photos of your business. And so a lot more the content that I'm creating now is a lot more geared towards making sure that the website looks amazing, that they can use Professional photos for reels, covers, or carousels. Um, we're creating a lot of content um, around, you know, YouTube video banners, project portfolios, and a lot of people are starting to print things again, which I find refreshing. Um, and so it really just kind of depends on where you are. The e commerce world is booming for photographers because. If you don't have a good looking photo, I mean, your product is not going to have a chance. I mean, it just doesn't. Um, And that goes for food photography as well, because people are looking on Google on somewhere before they go eat. And if there are bad pictures of their food, they're going to pick a restaurant that has good photos of their food almost every single time. And I do that just subconsciously not even realizing that's why I'm picking a place a lot of times.
0: Yeah. I'm so happy you came in to have this conversation. I think these are all those little things that, that happen all around us, but you just don't think about it that way. And as mm-hmm. business owners and and women who are in positions to make important decisions for businesses, you know, these are all those little nuances that tie into your brand and growing your business that you just don't always think about.
1: Mm-hmm. It really does. And, I mean, it's even just it's, it's that you're right. It's those decisions that we're making these split second decisions and we're not realizing that an image is what's driving that. And, you know, the whole saying image is worth a thousand words is still true. And I mean, it goes for video too. like we do a lot of video work. And so and one thing that I do with a lot of my clients, too, is just teach them how to make the videos that they create just look a little bit better. Like I think the authentic piece of it is wonderful, but you still need to have good lighting and make sure that it's framed in a good way to really stand out from the competition. Just like a little quick tip. So if you're ever shooting something, stand near a window with indirect sunlight, that's almost always going to be a great lighting scenario.
0: Cassie, this has been such a great conversation filled with so many great tips. So now I would love to have you share, you know, how can we learn more about this and keep this conversation going? Where can we follow along with you?
1: So you can follow me in a couple of different places. So for my photography business, it's called Focus Creative. Um, and you can find me at Focus Creative Co. or Focusfairhope.com. We actually have several locations and um other photographers that I train and that are a part of the focus creative family. Um, and then I also have a resource for brand photographers who are wanting to learn more about this type of business and how to get into it. And it's called the brand photographers, com, um, And you can find me on Instagram at Cassidy Gibson.
0: Excellent. Well, I certainly can give a glowing testimonial to focus creative Cassidy started out photographing my family. We lived in the same neighborhood and then she moved on to bigger and better. And I've used Focus Creative for my own brand. Um, And it's been such a great experience to work with her and her team. And I hope to continue to do that. So I highly encourage you to go online, take a look. And if you're interested in more about photography, her
1: masterclass
0: is an excellent resource.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. I love being able to help other photographers learn how to truly make a business out of doing what they love, because it's nothing more rewarding than to have a job that you can't wait to go to every day.
0: Well, Cassidy, thanks so much for joining me again. Such a helpful conversation.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for having me.
0: Did you learn something new from that conversation? I really hope you enjoyed it as much as I loved having it with today's guest. Please be sure to check the show notes to find out more information and how to contact our special guest. And if you love it, please do me a favor and share this episode with a friend. We are all about building a community here, and that is the best way to do it. And if you really want to do me a big favor, you could stop what you're doing and take just a few seconds to leave a review of the Motherhood Merged podcast. I am so appreciative of every single positive review this show receives. Thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you next week.